Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield with me, as always, enjoying talking about our about the Mike Tomlin press conference today is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going? Welcome to the Bro Show. <laughs> yeah, we're, Bring on the bros. We're having fun. We're just having fun. That was fun today. That, I mean, after not having the Steelers, I mean... No practice reports, not even knowing what's going on for all that time. You come back, the first thing you, you get back that's really anything remotely Pittsburgh Steelers is Mike Tomlin's press conference. He's excited about the matchup against the Browns. And then you get that at the end. It was fantastic. We broke it down in the first half. If you're here for the second half first, you, you want to go back to listen to the first half to talk, to hear about everything about Coach Tomlin's remarks about, you know, if he's interested in going to the college ranks. I mean, would you look at that as a step down? I'd look at that as a step down. Would oh, you look I would. A step down? Yes. I mean, even though sometimes they, they pay them more, but is it really that's what it's all about? Yeah. Gotta love it. Um, so it's the Browns. And you know, Coach Tomlin was asked, Oh, you're you know, you're your last place in the division, you're oh and one of the division. Um, is this uh, he's like, you know what? The division standings are going to play out on the field because we got five games left. And the one we got now is our first road game in the AFC North. 
He's like, this is big. You know, he was asked questions about Chase Claypool and making a second-year jump. He was asked questions about Alex Highsmith and how he's playing. And you know what his answer was for, for those? He's like, look for this week. This is the big game. This is our biggest – basically saying this is our biggest game of the season. See how they step up this week. And it really feels like the Steelers are treating this like the biggest game of the season. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah, so – the question is, is it? I mean, because you have to admit, the Steelers probably were looking at that going into week one, going into Buffalo and having to take on everybody's a- pick in the AFC to go to the Super Bowl, Buffalo Bills, which still right now, after seven weeks of the NFL season, would look to be a wise pick, if you know what I'm saying, yes. even though the Steelers beat them in week one. So the Steelers, I mean, that's the way they, I, I believe they were looking at that game. And I think they're looking at this one just the same. The question is the buy. How concerned are you with the Steelers coming out of the buy? I'm not because I'll tell you what. I almost wanted to write a knee-jerk reaction this week, and I was going to do the knee-jerk reaction to the Steelers by week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that would have been good. Okay. Why you should have done it? That would have been great. I was too yeah. busy fishing and hunting this weekend. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that would have been fun. The main thing I would have talked about was, you know, because my knee-jerk reaction, of course, when the schedule came out was all oh, look, they screwed the Steelers again, gave us this early bye week, blah 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 blah. And only to turn out to be like, you know what? The bye week might have come at just the time we needed it to this year. Yeah. Okay. A getting guys back to healthy mm-hmm. B they've had a chance to get through camp with a lot of young guys, get some work on the field, get some games under their belt. Now they get the time to regroup, refocus and see what we do moving forward. I'm actually thinking that the Steelers are, are you know, their bye week happened at the right time for them this year. Yeah. They actually got a buy this year. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. And um I I'm very optimistic coming out of this buy. Very optimistic. What why is that? Um mainly for health. Okay. You know, to me, the game against Green Bay, we just had too many guys that were just dinged up, guys that were playing that you could tell were dinged up. Mm-hmm. Um if we get oh, those Cleveland, guys, my goodness, you know, I'm like Cleveland, when, not Cleveland. Sorry, wrong C team, wrong C team from the north. Cincinnati. They're, look, they're both from Ohio. Yeah. They, it, you they know, both have it, a weird orange color, and they both suck. They're both sorry. from Ohio, <laughs> and as Kyle says, when we go into Ohio, it just smells like jag. Yeah. So, so no, it's not that. I, I mean. I say, oh, they both suck. No, that's just what we say as fans. You know, you, you got to give props to the Bengals for for taking it to the to the Ratbirds this week, but we'll get to that later. So, but I, I know what you're saying, and that's why we. The question is, you know, is it rest and rejuvenated, or is yes. it a downtime dud? So, to me, it's the, rest and rejuvenated. Yeah, and I, I I know exactly what you mean. Now, there's a couple things that I, I want to bring up. Some people are like, oh, the Steelers coming off the bye. Yeah. Technically, you could say the Steelers were kind of coming off a bye for week one. They basically put a bye week in there now before the season starts, which they hadn't had before. Steelers did all right in week one. Okay, Don't know if that's the same thing, though, because that's a new thing. Don't know if we can really count that. 
But the Steelers have actually won four straight games coming out of the bye. They have won their last four games coming out of the bye. Um, so the last time they lost coming out of the bye was 2016. Is that counting uh, last year where we can't really tell where the bye happened? That was counting last year where you count okay. the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so that's one thing. But there's something else that I noticed when, when I looked at this. This week will only be the second time where head coach Mike Tomlin is coming out of the bye and playing a game where the Steelers are underdogs. Every other time the Steelers have been favored to win, even on the road, and a lot of coming out of the bye week, more often than not, they've been going on the road. Now, the last three years they've been home, but before that they were three years straight on the road. Then, you know, so there's there's just as many road games as home games um, throughout, you know, going back to 2007. But the only game in which the Steelers were not favored coming out of the bye was back in good old 2015 when they went to Seattle in week 12 because they had a week 11 bye and they went to Seattle and and that was that that game was that the one where Marcus Wheaton, Wheaton just went off you know um, so. because they were shutting down AB and he had 200 and some yards receiving but they yeah. lost 39 to 30 you know that that's the only game where the Steelers weren't favored coming out of the bye since Mike Tomlin's been the head coach so while I'm, I'm, you know, you can look at this both ways. Oh, look, the Steelers have been doing much better coming out of the bye. But you could also look at it like, well, but they have, they've been favored in a lot of those games because of their opponents. Here's another one I looked up for this. Okay, I was possibly going to do this on Stat Geek. I'm like, nah, I'm going to do the other stuff. Steelers don't start off very hot. Now, they don't start off very hot in 2021, and they didn't in 2020, period. You know, looking at the first quarter. You realize last last year, whether you count that coming off the bye or not, it technically was coming off the bye, but they didn't have the, your typical bye week. Okay. But coming out of out of that bye, that was the first time the Steelers scored a first quarter touchdown coming out of the bye since 2008. Wow. Yes. That was the first time they scored a touchdown in the first quarter in the game following the bye week since 2008. Also, it's the first time they scored points in the first quarter since 2015, that Seattle game. And now they, they had a field goal in 2015 against Seattle. They had a field goal in 2014 at home against New Orleans in a game that they lost by three points. But the Steelers, that's the biggest concern that I think Steelers fans have. Isn't that they don't, they completely don't come out and play great after the bye, but it, it takes them a while to get started. Have you gone to a game that was following the bye week yet? Or do you not even remember? Have you been there in stadium? I have no idea. I'll be honest. Okay. I was in 2019. I was there for that Miami game where the Steelers got down. Was it 14 to nothing? And ended up winning 27 to 14. I, and it looked terrible. Come, They looked awful coming out of the bye. Even with, you know, even though it wasn't Ben Roethlisberger. So that's my biggest concern is not that they that they aren't going to play well throughout the game, but are they going to start well enough? Because how did they start the last time they played the Browns? Is that a, is that a yoy, a double yoy, or a triple yoy? Or the infamous quadruple yoy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, I mean, it was it, it, it was 28 nothing. 
So, but the Steelers, part of those guys were basically coming off of a buy there because they didn't play the week before. So I don't know what to think. I really don't know what to think. I would not be shocked to see the Steelers come out and completely blow the doors off the Cleveland Browns rest rejuvenated and say, this is, this is who we're going to be the rest of the season. Boom. We're going to make a statement right here. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Steelers come out and look lethargic and get the doors blown off of them early and perhaps completely, if you know what I'm saying. Neither of those outcomes would shock me, but I'm thinking it's probably going to be more of a, of a closer hard-fought game. But there's nothing coming out of the bye week that would absolutely surprise me in this game. And so I don't know if that's good or not. Where I'd like to see something interesting <laughs> is going to be Keith Butler. Mm-hmm. If he used the bye to wrinkle up something in the defense, that could be the difference in this game. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you th- what are you thinking? <sighs> Just some things that we haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. whether it be in coverage disguises to try to throw off Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum, mm-hmm. but especially Baker Mayfield and get that big mistake for an interception or a strip sack or, you know, something like that, that could end up being a difference maker in this game. Yeah, I completely agree because you know why? That's what they did to win the last two games. That's exactly what they did to win the last two games. Look at their third down dime defense. What have the Steelers done the last two two games? Mm -hmm. And you want an in-depth look at that third down dime defense? All you have to do is go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com tomorrow and look for the (laughs) – you missed something there. Your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And look for the Steelers Vertex article because that's the topic that Jeffrey Benedict and I tackled this week. We looked at the stats of the third down defense the last two games versus the first four. I grew, I'm like, yeah, the Steelers won the first week, but I'm looking at the last two games because this is where they did this different personnel package. Mm-hmm. and then Jeffrey broke it down in film to show how it was different and what they were going for and why they were having success. So that's the kind of thing you're talking about, right? Something like that, where you just kind of do a little some. Well, you know, go we ahead, said, because I we, think I have an answer for you. We sit and talk week to week about adding things to the offense, mm-hmm. but where I think the difference could be made this week would be it where they've been able to add things to the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I that's think it's where, that's where I think something could happen so that a play could be made that could be swing the pendulum in our favor. Yes. I'm going to go back. This is why I think it's coming. Okay. The, all speculation. I could be way off on this, but sometimes you got to read the head coach. Not the last question he was asked. Not even the next to last question he was asked. And someone said in the live chat, Dave, would you ask a question after that one? No, I would not. That's a great, I would not. I, I don't blame him. But the, the, third, the, the third to last question that was asked was about Minka Fitzpatrick. This was Chris Carter. 
from uh, the Locked On Steelers podcast, former BTSC writer and podcaster. Got to throw that out there. He asked this question of, of Coach Tomlin. Um, he said, Minka Fitzpatrick hasn't had an interception this year. Is it's is that something that's more circumstantial, or is it something that you're that you're talking about? Like, hey, do we need to do something different with Minka? This was Coach Tomlin's answer. He said, "Circumstantial. Stay tuned. Minka <laughs> is a playmaker. He makes plays. I'm sure when we're looking back at this, you won't have that question." To me, yep. that screams, "Look out! Something's coming." Yeah, we we've got some we got some wrinkles that haven't been seen. Yep. Yeah, I like that. And yes. I can't wait for if if one Baker Mayfield plays in this game. Who honestly, I'm going to say, oh, I hope I hope he does. I'm 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 tipping off what I'm also going to have to say on on Stat Geek. But if I had to pick, I'm picking Baker Mayfield because yeah. I'm picking I'm picking the player that is more likely to screw up. So, and you don't get you don't get really much more upside, but you get a lot more downside. But I'll, like I said, I'll break that down a little bit more on StatGeek. But if Baker Mayfield plays in that game and Minka Fitzpatrick gets to him again, I'm gonna look. You've that you've instantly got to go check Wikipedia because you know somebody's going to change Baker Mayfield's daddy. To Minka Fitzpatrick, <laughs> you know they're going to. You know they're going to. Uh, you, you know it would be coming. So, yeah, um, yeah, and and it's funny, but I, I'm just, it's it's just interesting. At the same time, part of me, part of me wants. I'm, I'm gonna blow your mind because I, I man, I should say this for Stat Geek, but I feel like talk to my brother about this. Kind of pulling for Baker Mayfield a little bit when he doesn't play the Steelers. Not to win, but to do better. You know why? Save up all that bad juju for us. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a good answer. That's a good answer. It's called the Joe Flacco effect. <laughs> the reason it's called the Joe Flacco effect is exactly what I told. You're, it, it, you're probably going to hear this again on Stat Geek. I, I have to admit, because this is just too much. I told a friend of mine who was a Ravens fan when they were having that run, when they were the sixth seed and everything, and Flacco oh, won my like two playoff hold games. On. Okay. Uh, who 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 were you telling that to? A, a friend of mine who used to like the Ravens. He doesn't follow football anymore. Okay. Um, so anyway, what and he used to be a huge Ravens fan, but what I said to him as I said, hey. It's it you you've got to go win it all this year because you'll never come close again. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, he just by those two playoff games, he just earned so much more money than what he's worth. He's going to set that franchise back five years. And some people are like, well, did he really set about? How far have they gotten since then? Yeah. Because when you're quarter, when you, you know, it's kind of like. Detroit kept paying Matt Stafford because he was their best option. And as we can see, Matt, Matt Stafford's a pretty good option when you give him uh, some players around him. But yes. the problem was, you know, sometimes you have to pay your quarterback and then you can't afford to do other things. And the Cleveland Browns right now, what makes them a good football team, honestly, is that they have the best offensive line in the NFL. You know, as you can see, if you watched last Thursday, it didn't matter who the running back was. 
Okay. And they can go out and they can make Miles Garrett, you know, pay him Buku money and bring in other defenders and pay all these free agents. Okay. Once you have to pay your quarterback, quarterback money, and that quarterback isn't elite. I know some people say Joe Flacco was elite. You know, if that quarterback's not elite, but you're paying him elite money, you're in trouble. So part of me wants him to do well enough to get a contract that's just going to screw him up, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, Oh, it would just be, you know, the Browns being the Browns. Yeah. So and so, and some people were like, "Oh, Joe Flacco." Yes, he did get he did just get traded this week. He got traded to the Jets. <laughs> so just you know, count count, count Flacula before um, Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving. I gotta find so that gotta picture and put out here some night of Kyle in his Count Flacula <sighs> Halloween costume that year. It yeah. was hilarious. We took the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Dad episode. We dressed Kyle up like Count Flacula. Yeah. So that's just kind of one of those things, but, but this all stemmed from a question about the Steelers doing something special and different on defense. And I think coach Tomlin, you've got to be excited. If it just, if that's another one of those answers, go back and listen to the last three questions of that press conference. And you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy that Minka answer as well, because the tone of his voice said, said it all. So so yeah, you're that, looking- that all in all today was just a very unique Mike Tomlin press yeah. conference. Yeah. Yep. So, whew. so let's get back to it. Okay. Let's get back to it. So you're game. looking, you're looking, you're looking for the rested and rejuvenated. Yes. Okay. I am. The question is the wild card. How about these rookies? Got a lot of rookies that you're, that you're counting on. A lot, a lot of rookies getting significant playing time. You've got the Najee Harris. You got the Pat Fairmuth. You got the Kendra Green. You got Dan Ward Jr., who you assume is still going to be playing, but we still don't know what's going to go on there. You know, Loudermilk's getting, getting snaps on the defensive line. Trey Norwood's doing a great job in sub-package defense. Big press is booting the ball away. Got to, got to cut down on the old Shankopotamus. But uh, hopefully those are out of his system. How are... Do you think that might be the biggest wild card coming out of the bye is how the rookies respond to a week off? Are they going to come out stronger? Or are they going to come out, you know, with a little bit of rust? I, I don't. I typically don't expect to see rust on those young guys because most of them still have that feeling that they are fighting for something to prove. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they could use the rest because I'm sure they, yeah, six weeks of NFL football that mm-hmm. they had never experienced before. I'm sure they were feeling it a little bit. So a little rest for them is a good thing, but also gave them some time to get back. And I would hope some of them looked at some film here and there, did some studying and, and come back with some things they're wanting to work on and improve. As long as they do that, I'm not that worried about them coming mm-hmm. off. You know, as long as long as they took that type of attitude towards the bye, I'm not worried about them. Now, if they were off, you know, riding jet skis and making bad rap videos, then <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. It's, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, then, you then can, we got something right to worry about. So you can stop right there. Okay. I have to bring up something that was said in the live chat because I, I, I just can't, can't go, go past it. This is from just me. 
Just me says, I don't know where to go for the podcasts. I have YouTube. Do they play the podcast there? Okay. We have our live YouTube shows one a day, every day, but we have a whole podcast platform. And the best place, I'll tell you the best place to find it is if you go to, if you have an iPhone to go to Apple podcasts. Now, Rich, you don't have an iPhone, do you? I do not. What do you use? Um, I typically go over on the website and click on, I forget which one I listen to on there, but I click on one of those. Okay, that's a that's another thing I was going to bring up anyway. Okay, so there are multiple ways. Apple Podcasts is our biggest platform. You can go to, what are, what are the other ones? Um, Stit, Stitcher, is that one? I can't remember. I don't remember what. Jeff Hartman does. But if you go there, all you have to do is look for our channel behind the steel curtain. You can just type in Steelers and we're going to be one of the top, you know, three choices there. If you just go in and search and you'll, you'll see the, the BTSC logo, which you can see on YouTube now behind Rich and I, that's, that's kind of in the background there. And all you got to do is click in there, subscribe. And every one of our podcasts as when it is, when we upload it, it will go there and it'll be there and you'll have them in chronological order, meaning in reverse chronological order with the newest ones first. And if people are wondering a lot of times with these shows, we put part two out before part one, because when you go through, you know, just like a couple minutes, because when you go through that way, part one's on top. So you, it goes part one and then part two. That's the reason we do it because most of our, our downloads do come from Apple podcast. But what Rich says, you can go to behind the click on any of the podcast articles and it'll actually be in there where you can click on, click yeah, it on says, the player. It says, it says Apple users click here, Spotify, yeah. click here. Google Spotify, play, click that's here. the one. Spotify. I couldn't remember what it was. What you can click on there or you can listen to it. There's a, there's a link right in the article. You can literally just hit, play right there and yes. it will play the podcast. So yeah. that's where you, where you can get them. Um, I've done that too. I've listened just on there, but I use Google play sometimes as well. Yep. So, yeah. So I, I just had to bring it up because it was asked. Okay. Um, Okay, I'm Back excited. I'm excited for this game because I'm just like something about me is saying as nervous as I am that the Steelers could come out flat. I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm thinking they could come out and say, let's do this. That they well, come out he, this. Here's what I want to see. That you know, we talked defense there a little bit. I want to switch sides of the ball for a second. Okay. okay. Offensively, what I want to see is after back-to-back games with the Steelers getting a much better push on their offensive line, an improvement in the running game and some of the running lanes. How is our offensive line going to do against the Cleveland front seven? That's that's a fantastic question. I think that if if they come out and are able to continue to do some of those things that they were doing the past two games, that's mm-hmm. going to be great. Yeah. If we're back to the drawing board on you know back at step one, could be a long day. Yeah, and I mean because the biggest thing is we we saw against Denver when Ben Roethlisberger had time to make a decision based on the receiver actually running the route and not just having to decide where he's throwing the ball before he, before it snapped and getting the ball out because of having times to make the decisions. So that's going to be key. That is Ben Roethlisberger going to worry that, I I was going to say it, but I better not worry that, that, you know, the pressure is going to be coming so fast that he's not, 
that he's going to have to do that? Or is he going to have time to make those decisions? And if he does, then that's when the offense will really be, be rolling that way. I'm going to throw I'm it. Just, I'm just wondering what you were going to say there, because the first thing that popped into my head that you didn't say that I thought you were going to say there was, is Ben Roethlisberger worried that Miles Garrett's going to come rip the helmet <laughs> off his say, head and hit him with it? I'm not even going to say rip the helmet off his head. <laughs> I said, is he worried that someone's going to be flying across the line swinging helmets? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, so uh, there, you, you got me to say it. So I do, before we get on to our scores, um, so now that just because I said the word, don't start putting them in the live chat yet. Yep, if, you, if you're new, hold on. We got something special that we do here at the end every time. I'm going to go back to the defense for one for one second. Okay. And I have to say that honestly, the the biggest question mark for me there is the run defense going up against the number one rushing attack in the NFL. Yes. Because the Steelers have not been stout against the run as of late. You know, because of, I mean, it's it was one thing to be down Stefan to it. They were still able to come out and do a great job against the running attack uh you know, week one. You know, and but we haven't seen that as Steeler fans since. Um, you lost Tyson Alualu. So that's that that hurts. You still don't have stuff on to it. You know, you're seeing all the inside linebackers. Coach Tomlin brought it up today. If the inside linebackers have to have a clean shot, and how they get a clean shot is by the defensive, the defensive line doing their job, you know. So they have to work together. So if if the other team's getting you on the first level, so you're talking about that good offensive line and that good run game, are the Steelers defense going to be up to the task? Because it honestly, we're talking about Baker Mayfield versus Case Keenum. You could literally see the Cleveland Browns throw the ball 10 times in this game if the Steelers can't stop the run. Yeah. Because their coach is crazy enough to do it and not just throw the ball for the sake of throwing it. He'll say, Hey, you want to get Mika Fitzpatrick going? You want to get TJ Watt going? You know what we're going to do? We're going to take about the game by just running the ball. Just going to run the ball, run, 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 run. And we won't, and we will run the ball. You know, it's kind of like the infamous high school team, like the, the rival high school. It's actually where my wife went to high school. Um, my, my senior year went all the way to the state championship game. They're playing the state championship game. I think they lost 14 to 12. They didn't get two point conversions. The other team kicked, kicked extra points. They lost, but then one of their two point conversions, they threw the ball like six feet over the, the tight end. who was a friend of mine. Um, it was only their second pass of the game. They only passed the ball twice because they just, the, no one could stop them running the ball. So, I wouldn't be shocked to see the Cleveland Browns go back and do the high school thing and just say, we're just going to run the ball until you stop it. You know, I would, but then again, I was a high school coach. That's just me. Um, do you think that's the key stopping the run? Oh, I do. Yes. Why? Because if it's Baker, I want to see him throwing the ball. If we lose to Baker throwing the ball, more power to you, Baker. Yeah. But honestly, I see if Baker throwing the ball, I see that we could have some good things happen. Man, I'm tipping off so much stuff that I have set up and all ready to go for stuff. Nope, don't, I'll say don't. it. Now I'll say it. Okay. The last time the Pittsburgh Steelers faced the Browns was in the playoffs. That's the only time Baker Mayfield's thrown for more than 200 yards against the Steelers. He'd never gone over 200 yards against them. Mm -hmm. So these are kind of things to remember. So Rich. It's up on you. It's up to you. We got to get going with these scores. If you're not sure how this works, Rich is he's going to give us his game score. I'm going to put the the word scores in the live chat. 
that's when you can type your scores in and we will bring them up. If you bring up your scores early, we're not going to do it. You got to wait for me to put it in there. So I'm, I'm sure everyone's just going to stop now typing their score and wait for me to do this. Rich, what do you see happening okay, at 1 o'clock here, this Sunday? Here's where I'm going today. This could change as I look at what happens, you know, the next couple of days in practice by the time I get to do the article this weekend and put in my score there. But right now I'm going to say this, okay? My, I, could, I figure this is going to be a tight game, okay? 24, 23. Steelers mm-hmm. due to a missed PAT by the Cleveland kicker. Chris Boswell's perfect on the day. <laughs> Interesting. No, what would be great is if the Browns score the touchdown on the last play of the game to tie it up and then miss that PAT. That, yeah. <laughs> missed the PAT two times. Uh, who, yeah. who, who was that? Was that um oh shoot? That was um New Orleans years ago. Had the crazy like flipping the ball back, everything else, you know, laterals, everything, and broke it for the touchdown to tie the game and missed the extra point back when it was at the two-yard line and lost by a point. <laughs> that was in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. But, yeah, I don't, you weren't going that far. Everyone's waiting. Put it in there, Dave. Boom. Yeah, it is there. Scores. You all can give us your scores. We'll bring them up. And that's how we finish out the show. So, um, I like that. 24-23. You know, I wouldn't be – Browns only scored 17 points last week, but that was enough to win, right? Wasn't it, wasn't it 17? Something like that. I don't know. Something like so that. So here we go. So here, let's get started here. Yep. Stacey Lynn, 17 to 10 Steelers. We'll remind you all, if you don't say a team, we know that it's the Steelers. Okay. What is that? Break Quest. I love the Lego dude. Okay. Steelers 27-13. Steelers Pittsburgh 35-10. Steelers. Ooh, 35. Okay. Okay. BMK. Here he is back from his two. He got to watch both of those games. Those, those, that two game winning streak. I'm worried he's not going to be in the stands, man. When he's there, they win. Okay. He says 24 9 Steelers if Baker plays, 27 17 if Case plays. I like that. Uh, that that's <laughs> interesting. Go. Okay. Uh, Steel Dog 88 says 27 13 Steelers. He has Minka with two picks. Uh, I'll take that all day. Okay. Uh, outside Steeler fan, good guys 28 13, and he has Najee with two TDs. Okay. Steeler Chick 46 is Steelers 27, Browns 24. Greg Schallenberger, 23-20 Steelers. Dave also falls from the Survivor League. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, we've had a total of nine people go out in the last two weeks. That's it. Yeah. So we're destined to have a big upset that's going to knock a bunch of people out. You know, And it's okay <laughs> I, if I fall out of the Survivor League. I hope I'm, it's not I'm me. I'm so, still in. Kyle's still in. I'd say I'd pick the Browns just so I could get knocked out, but I already used them hoping they would lose earlier, and then they won. Okay. Um, uh, Craig J. Lawson says... Pittsburgh 27, Browns 24. Michael, okay. Michael Malley says, I'm going to do it just because I actually didn't even see the whole comment. He says, I hope we win. That's my prediction. <laughs> I, I feel you, Michael. Okay. UT local bands, 27, 10 Steelers. Um, Ali Howard Species, five, a bunch of letters. Steelers 33, 13. Okay. Um, Devin Logan, 20, sorry, 20. 17, 14 Steelers in a close game. Tyler W, 31-17. Claypool goes off. I'd like to see Claypool go off. George Teston, Steelers 33-27. Oh, he has more more scoring points. John Loof, 21-12 Steelers. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, Slowing down because you still got a ways to go. I know. Well, someone was saying about both their bad. 
Nick Chubb's back. That's from what that's my understanding. Yeah, he's back. Okay. Um, George OTJ 27 21, the great guys, not the good guys, the great guys. Uh, Reginald Rivers 23 16 Steelers, Mark Tobin 30 17 Steelers. Um, ah, I missed one. Sorry, I'll get to that. Out of Marvin Hamilton 35 to 7. That's close to what it was the first matchup last year. That was 38 uh, to 7. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay, uh, Joey Jr. says 33-9 Steelers. Okay, thanks, Mean Joe. 17-16 Steelers win. That, that's an interesting one. Okay, um, Todd Faraday, Steelers 24-21. Chris Pugh, one of the par half-hour guys. Okay, TJ has two safeties, Steelers 4-3. Four to three. <laughs> oh, that's that. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Okay, um. I can never say this name right. Ronan Gangen, Donjin. We'll just say Ronan. 20 to 13 Steelers. Okay. Um, so there, so there we go. Did I miss any in there? No, I don't think so. I think we got them all. Yeah. So um, it's honestly, I think a lot of it, the injury report's going to be interesting for the Browns because they were banged up. They did have their mini buy as well. You got to remember yes. that. So don't know exactly who's going to be there, who's going to be available. Coach Tomlin does not care about which quarterback it is. He thinks they're the same dude. He really does. So, well, I don't know if he really does, but that's what he really says. <laughs> um, guy again. Thank you. Guy again. He, I think he's told you, he's told he's us that told before. Us we just can't times. ever remember you know anything. I will forget it by next week. I can almost guarantee that. So um, make sure you are you're going to buy the steel curtain.com. You want to stop shop for all, for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers. As we talked about before answering questions, make sure you're subscribing to any of our podcast platforms or go into the website to catch the other podcasts. Most of them are associated with an article. Um, you know, like Jeff does an injury report art, um, podcast. It's generally, you know, seven minutes long or so every day. Um, that's, you know, we'll throw it in a article, but, or sorry, an article, but it's not all necessarily says podcast on it. So, but we have a lot of stuff out there. So if, if you listen to podcasts in any of these places where, where you find them, just subscribe and, and you'll get them. Um, we'll be, we're back with the regular lineup you know we've got the we've got the daily youtube shows we've got the morning shows we've got the other ones filling in i could list them all for you but my goodness we'd be here another 10 minutes so bottom line is just make sure you're, you're checking us out and we want to thank you all for being here tonight it's so much fun oh, yeah. to hang out with you guys you know rich and i get to talking right before we go on the air we're like what are we doing this for let's get on there and talk with everybody else yep. so uh rich anything else you want to say here before we get out of here um no just glad that the bye week is now over Yes. Um, hoping to see us rested and rejuvenated and um, bring on the brands. Bring them on. Can't wait. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply